No, I'm with you. Okay. So. Here we are. Hello. For Evan's sake. So are we starting? We are indeed. Okay. Are you with us? I thought you were going to intro. Like, tell us what's happening and stuff. That's what I was about to do and then you cut me off. Alrighty. So here we are. Another episode of the For Evan's Sake podcast. Um, we are joined today on the sofa with another very good friend. We've been very blessed like the last couple of episodes. Very. We had um, Michael, Mikey mm-hmm. Santi on the first one. Then we had a, a queer Giamphi from the British Blacklist. And nice. now we have my dearest friend, one of my closest <laughs> friends. <laughs> what? Why would you say that? It sounds like a lie. <laughs> I'm hurt that you would say something like that. I was saying that from my heart. <laughs> yeah, my... Uh, one of my closest friends, mm-hmm. uh, one of my longest serving friends, mm-hmm. one of my dearest friends, my confidant, he's like my, my little right hand. It's, it's hard to take him seriously because he's got this microphone <laughs> and then his headphones and he looks like Craig David from, <laughs> from that <laughs> post-selector, basically. <sighs> See when I try to be nice? No, I'm, no, I keep saying the nice things. I'm just missing stuff. So your confidant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's my yeah my confidant. He's godparent my, uh, to godparent oh, to yeah. um a, which one Akaja, Jaja yeah yeah, yeah Jaja um <laughs> and um the general all around he's my guy man you're my guy you're thanks my Russ it's true, it's true. and it's um how long has it been 1998 Re- I think me and so Leroy you guys on your 21st year no. so it's coming up to 20 years now 21st yeah. 20 years. It might be 21 this years. This would be the 21st yeah, 21 year years. in yeah. September. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys need to do something. That's mad. It's mad, yeah. We, me and Leroy were discussing this. Yeah, finish the intro, though, because still nobody knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you haven't guessed already, it's um, Melvin O'Doom. Hello. Thank you for the cheers, Nana. Thank you. Thank you. Melvin, what's going on? I'm all right. This is, this is really weird, because uh, although it's my job to do a radio show, Every single day of my life, <laughs> um, I've only done one podcast. I can't in, in a way, it. it's like we said, like we've like come to our house and pretend to work. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. A way, in and a way. and I'm not getting paid for this. But are you not getting chicken? The food was the food is good. I'm giving you some chicken, yeah. some pastries, some pastries. And there's, there's drink here, and there's there's more um, stuff in the oven. So, yeah. I mean, you've eaten a lot of the pastries before I even got here. Oh, you're out of order. Is there not a whole... There's a whole box there. Stop lying to the people, man. But there's, like, there's... This is empty. This is yeah, just one. so there's one empty box. So why would you... How are you going to start the pastries before I even arrive? I was hungry, and there's an, a box for you to eat. That's like I buy you a bottle of wine, and I've drunk half the bottle. I no, believe that's no, probably not. happened before. But that's not even the analogy. The analogy is that you bought two bottles of wine. Yeah. And you drank one, but there's still one bottle left. Because that's exactly what's there. But Melvin probably has drunk. I like to see both bottles full up. You're, you're just being extra. There's just no need for that. Sorry. So, How are you enjoying your time off? It's amazing. <laughs> you got to remember, we did the Kiss Breakfast show for 11 years. It, that period of time, mm-hmm. like... It's flown. It feels like it's flown by. Yeah. It's, it is mad because of, that's been our home for for such a long time and it's been... It's like just being like breathing, just so used to doing it mm-hmm. every single day. And it's where we grew and it was our first real break in radio. So to leave after that amount of time was quite emotional, actually. The last show was really mm. emotional yeah, for, for everyone. And uh, yeah, I just feel like it was like 
it felt like the right time for us to move on and do something else. As much as we love the station and we love so many people there, it just felt like the right time to do this. But waking up at 4am or 4.30 every single day takes its toll on you and your body Mm -hmm. and your relationships and your social life. So yeah, I'm going to be honest, it feels amazing to wake up. Like today I woke up and I didn't have to worry about nothing. (laughs) I don't know what day it is, to be honest, because (laughs) I've been waking up whenever I want because we don't start work at the BBC until April officially. Mm So this is a beautiful period. So I, before, sorry, before you um, knew anything about going over to to Radio One, mm-hmm. as we said, it's eleven years is a long time, mm-hmm. and I know that for me, being in the job probably three years, and I'm like, yo, what's what's next, sort of thing. So were you at a point at Kiss where you're like, actually, we've been here even ten years. We've been here ten years, like. It, it know, wasn't what's, like what's on the what's going to be on the horizon. We could have been there for another two years. Mm-hmm. Like it was never like, oh my god, we need to go somewhere else. This is the official story. Okay, right. So we've been at Kiss for a long period of time. We're getting older. So in the back of my mind, we're thinking. To be honest, when we were five years into doing the breakfast show, I thought he's going to want to change it up at some point. Okay, mm-hmm. but things kept happening. We kept ag- adding figures to the to the show. Ricky would be the face of MTV. I'd be doing Extra Factor. We'd be doing Sweat the Small Stuff. I'd be doing Strictly Come Dancing. So the show's constantly growing. Charlie's got her boutique. She's DJing. She's signed to the same um, uh, agency as um, like a massive house DJ. Mm -hmm. So everyone's growing as the station's growing. So there was no reason for us to leave the show. And I think what happened was in the last year, Radio 1 contacted our agent and was like, do you think Ricky Melvin and Charlie would be interested in going over um, to Radio 1? Yeah. So when they approached us, we had it was something that we had to consider like mm-hmm. seriously, right? So um, they were interested, but I don't think they had a space for us on the station. They were signing people left, right, and, left, right, and center. You had Maya okay. Jammer, you had uh, Molly King being signed up, um, and various other DJs who were like new names, on the station so there wasn't really any room for us so then time went by so it's not like they approached with a slot it was an approach they were like, of would they be interested well, I think in they maybe were even going trying to work out whether we were interested yeah yeah that's right? what i'm saying so they it was a feelers yeah. at that point yeah. okay so did they approach before all of the drama happened with your predecessor so charlie so charlie uh yeah they did approach us before charlie okay and i don't think they ever planned for us to replace Charlie. Okay. okay. It's it just, just, he decided seeing, to leave. I think yeah. So he, you was on their radar as a, yeah. as a trio. Yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, these guys could maybe fit in with this station if they were prepared to leave. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So yeah. although they were interested, there wasn't a space for us. Yeah. So we were like, well, that's all well and good, but we've got bills to pay. So we need to be on there yeah. somehow. So, um, we, you know, we went back and we was comfortable with Kiss and everything. And then they came back Charlie decides to leave because I think he's been now poached by Beats Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they contacted us again and they were like, so guys, are you interested in coming over to to Radio 1? Like, we have a space for you. And so then we had to seriously all consider it. Yeah. And it just felt like the right time. And for me and Ricky, it's a, uh, it's a mad, a mad story because we started out our careers in radio. Yeah at the BBC at One Extra 
and Ricky at Radio One as well. So it almost felt like we we're going back home. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it, it's it's been a kind of a, a weird turn of events because so we went to like their Christmas party. Okay. at the end of the year yeah. Yeah. and they had they do like a massive presentation it's almost like a roundup of their achievements throughout the year and we were invited by Radio 1 to come down and they almost like unveiled myself Ricky and Charlie okay. and introduced us to the other like um, presenters and uh, DJs on the station and that was a mad day for me because uh, we were met with people who we had worked with 12 years ago oh, at wow. One Extra who yeah may have been like broadcast assistants or freelancers when we were there and they're now exec producers. Amazing. And, you know, so it was a, quite a beautiful experience mm. for us. And and then on the flip side, we were also met with DJs who are still on the station, like, for example, Shawnee B, yeah. who yeah. I would have been working on his show. Yeah. Benji B, who I would have been working on his show. Shawnee came up to me and went, Melvin, I want you to edit a track for me. <laughs> like, because of... You know, we've got that relationship. Yeah. So it was quite a nice feeling to be in that environment. And it, but at the same time, it, it felt completely different and completely new because yeah. it's a brand new building. Again, mm-hmm. there's a brand new lineup and both ourselves and Radio One, One Extra are in completely different places now. Okay. Like, yes, it's yeah. a completely different scene mm-hmm. and setting and there's a lot we don't know. Uh, and we're you know we're still finding out and learning so it was it was an eye-opener and it was like almost like information overload for us that day because we were we kind of were we bumped into so many people new and old yeah who just kind of like had felt like uh you know were supporting us and and welcomed us into the building but at the same time i think the day before the day after was at the christmas party for kiss as well yeah and our boss had some like kind words to say about us um and everyone there was you know um was sad to see us go but also congratulating us yeah for did the you movie. cry not at the christmas party i cried on the final show did you Sorry, yeah so you, you didn't cry at the christmas party but you cried on air to how many millions of people they couldn't see me because i was crying <laughs> silently <laughs> look it doesn't matter big men can cry it's fine no you, you it's true it's true I mean, melvin sometimes probably cries more often than some but so, it's okay to cry guys yes, you know it is. it is it is okay to cry it's important to cry, i cry actually. as well do you course why it? would you be surprised at that because <laughs> I, I just can't imagine a big old russell crying i'm not that big what makes you cry russ what makes me cry yeah when's the last time you cried when's the last time when I you realized how small your willy was <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden it just doesn't seem like the biggest idea anymore I, I so think this won't make it oh oh do you do edits on your russell podcast does, does he do edits yeah yeah, because he knows the reality of how small his willy is. <laughs> See, the thing is, the thing is, the I wasn't going to edit out the first willy bit, <laughs> but now, like, I've also referenced willy. I feel like it's I might have in. to edit it out, but no, I, no, it's staying in because I'm confident about my willy size, so it's okay. fine. It but, just means that I can't listen to this in the car now with the kids. No, 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 so, no, thanks. Cheers for that. But it, was, no. it was the crying question. When was the oh, yeah. Where was the last, last time, time I cried? Um, I don't. You know what? The last time I got emotional was actually on the first podcast that we did. 
what for this. Um, Mikey. Why? What happened? So, yeah, I can talk about this one. So Mikey is, um, so you know he did his show last year at the Barbican, Out, Outliers. Yeah. I was going to say Outliers again. Um, Outliers. And off the back of that show, Kwame Kweyamar, um approached him from the Young Vic. And now he's working on a show called Tree, which is inspired by um, Idris Elba's Me Mandela album. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when that album came out, I used to, I still do rinse that album, but there's a song in particular on the album called Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's kind of it's about his Idris's dad when Idris's dad passed away basically mm-hmm. and um, Mikey is working on this show and so I was telling him Mike it's mad and you can listen back those listening now you can listen back to that that podcast and you hear us talking about it and I was just like it's mad that you're working on this show because I love that 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 song so much and I play it every day this that and the other and he goes oh yeah you definitely have to come to the show and I was like of course I'm coming to the show and he's like no 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 I mean like when I'm working on the show, like during the the creation process, and I was like, his little face, it was quite sweet. It was like yeah, a, it was like a kid. It hit me like it hit me like <laughs> just literally like, oh, like yeah, and I blatantly like and then, but that doesn't surprise me. What you're one of the within our circle, I think you're one of the most creative in our circle. I think that's why. I've, me and Ricky found it so weird that you were doing like was it software engineering or something <laughs> so, like, at university because R- R- Russell was always when we went to like the, the nightclub that the, be- the beach at, yeah. at uni he was the loudest yeah. he was always like the you know the life of the party so it just felt like you were suppressing all of that creativity isn't that until you until you left no because you only did the same thing my sister did the same thing that's what I'm saying, isn't it? Confidence. It's like a no, um, no. I don't. What mine, are you thinking? Mine wasn't. Mine wasn't confidence. I know exactly what mine was. I think. I'm, I think Russell. So, whereas, like, because Mum wanted me to do an academic course, right? Yeah. And it's to be fair, it's not that our parents don't believe in us. Mm-hmm. It's that they're trying to, they're trying to create the safest path. Yeah. for us Amen. because of actually yeah. it for our generation and, and their generation there are very few examples of young black people on tv doing radio yeah, in definitely. film in television yeah. so they've gone it's probably best you learn yeah. medicine because i know i know 20 nurses yeah. Yeah. but i only know one yeah. trevor mcdonald yeah. all right <laughs> yeah. so they were just trying to find the safest path now there's two types of african child there's a russell and there's a melvin yeah. Now, Melvin goes, Mum, please can I do drama? Please can I do drama? Please can I do drama? Mum goes, no, I want you to do something academic. And I pretend to do drama, but really I'm studying media so that I can then end up doing certain performance. And then you have a Russell who goes, Mum, I'm thinking about doing drama. And she goes, no, you're very good at computers, do that. And Russell goes, okay, I'll do computers now and I might do drama later on. And that's Russell. It probably wasn't even later on. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. That was, isn't but that, that's the story. That's isn't, exactly isn't the story. Isn't that confidence? no I see for me it, it well you, you may disagree but for me it wasn't confidence for me it was just like my I, I'll give you another I'll give you a quick story um so for me I'm like my mum has has expressed this is what she wants me to do so therefore I'm gonna do it that's just how I was raised so when I was doing my options mm-hmm. and I went to the school with my dad and you have to go and see the different teachers mm-hmm. um so we're going through we've seen the different teachers the next up is is my drama teacher miss Rogers 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, next is Miss Rogers' dad. And then my dad just went, what are you going to do with drama? Pick a proper subject. And that was it. You, so, The way I was raised, you don't question that. So fast forward, X amount, almost probably 10 years later, my sister is now doing um, her options GCSEs. And so me, um, my brother and my mum are there. And I'm, I bring up the stories like, do you remember when I wanted to do drama and da 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 da? And then my sister looks at me like, but you did it anyway, right? And I'm like, no. He said, I can't do it. End of subject. And and, I, and it's obviously it's changed because in, in the period of between me and my sister, it was like she, she will do what she wants. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was just the child that is like, I will honour what it is that my parents want me to do. Well, do you know what's funny is I was in exactly the same position as you with mum. And I remember mum coming to a parents' evening and chatting to my drama teacher, Miss Yukumi. And Miss Yukumi persuaded my mum because she was like, Melvin does this in drama. He's done this play. Everyone loves him in class. Please, can he do it? I did an interview for a paper the other day. And I read it. And it was about your favourite teacher. Mm-hmm. And I said, one of my favourites is Miss Yukumi because she persuaded mum to allow me to perform. Yeah. And had she had not done that, I'd probably be doing something else. Software engineering. Right. <laughs> Software engineering <laughs> in Russell's class. <laughs> yeah. And so that's great. Because even you just saying that, in my, my first thing I was like, if you yeah, just gone to if you just pushed, If you just had pushed a little bit. Because if I'd that's got into I'm that, Miss Rogers would have batted for me. Like. Yeah. But it depends on how you look at confidence because mm. I could have never done software engineering because I was like, I'm too dumb to do something like that. So it depends on how you, the reason why I ended up doing performance is because I couldn't see myself doing anything else because I didn't think I, I didn't think I enjoyed, I I enjoyed it as well though. Like software engineering programming. I enjoyed it. So it wasn't like they were asking me to do medicine or something like that. Mm. I did enjoy it. So, you know, when I say confidence, um, I'm thinking, this is funny because my parents even, I don't even remember who came with me. It was probably my sister. So there wasn't a, a discussion in it, but loads of forms I filled in myself anyway. So I didn't have that path, of course, of there being any resistance. But I always was like, I couldn't really be told not to do something because my confidence lied in, if I think I can do it, and I still have it now, if I think I can do it, I can do it. So you, you, I can't think of anybody. There isn't a parent. Yeah, there was no parent. So when, so when we met you at university mm-hmm. twenty years ago, yeah, what did you want to be? At that point, I wanted to be an actress. An actress, and there was no you. Everything, everything that led you to when you got to uni was was pointing towards acting. Yeah, acting or fashion. And you didn't have any issues like no. With, Auntie, or nothing. She just allowed you to do it. No, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, even applying to Luton. I said, you're lucky, man. I just wanted to see what that looked like. Yeah. I just wanted to hear, I wanted to hear what that, that looked Going like. New, all of that, I, I, I just mad. decided yeah, I went mad. for clearing. There wasn't any set path. What, like, what's mad is before you came in, Ross, me and Nan said, we both wish we, we went to Brit school. Because yeah. mm. I said, I think I'd be doing something else if I was went to Brit school. Like what? But I feel like you'd be doing similar. I think I'd be doing similar, but I think I'd be, I'd, my skill set would be like would wider. And I think I would, I would be more confident if so, I went to Brit school. What, so do I. What type I, of, I feel that for myself as well. What type of additional skill set do you think? I think I would have done more acting. I would have definitely done at least a TV series by now. 
at least a TV Mel- series. Melvin by can now. sing. He would be singing. He could sing. And even if I couldn't training. sing, I would have learned to produce something or something. Yeah. You know how like Idris Elba's on that um, Mac Lamore track and he's talking over it essentially, but it's still on a track. Yeah. And he's on a house tune. He's on some sick house tune. I would have for- forced myself onto music because I love music. Okay. So, because this is interesting because I have I, I know know what you're going to say. You know what? You know, you know, know what I'm going to say. You're just going to say, why are you doing it now? Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, have, I don't, I don't have the same... I don't have the same motivation and I don't okay. have the same hustle as okay. I did then. My hustle was insane. I remember watching MTV and watching Richard Blackwood and going, I can do what he can do. And you know, when we when I met you at university, when we used to go to like Afro-Caribbean Society, these little weekenders, yeah. and our friend Damien would pull out a camcorder and I'd stand in front of it and pretend to be an MTV presenter. Yeah. Oh, and, Jesus. and what was it? I think Leroy or someone or my sister was saying, you know, I was almost manifesting. Yeah, no, you were, were doing that. There was no Definitely. almost about. You did. I I um, remember wholeheartedly. Um, there was a, a year when you and Ricky were in the paper. Um, I think it was the evening. You were like it was the evening standard and the voice at the same time. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, my sister and my cousin had both received their GCSE results, and they weren't very good. And I remember taking them out for um, to a cafe after working barking and basically giving them a giving them the talk yeah and you and Ricky were the basis of that talk where I was just like you need to work out what it is that you want to do with your life and then knuckle down and go for it now see Ricky and Melvin here so from the moment I met these guys that's that's all they were ever about this is all they were ever about. So even as we were doing Meant to Excel and whatnot, have you said, even when we were doing Meant to Excel, they were like, we're just here to present. We're just here to present. And that's what they did. And they followed through. And and so that, you know, definitely for me, when I look at you, that is one of the traits that I admire the most. Because yeah. it is just like that tunnel vision yeah. to be like, yeah. this Having is... a set focus yeah. and following through mm-hmm. on it. Because it wasn't, like, I guess being doing media performance there was loads of people that would say that mm. and of the three years i can only think of three presenters that have come out of that and that's you and ricky and Gemma, yeah. who was like the year younger than me so two years after melvin but after that there really isn't too many people and that's there's a, so there's many a guy people. called sam well it's not of our generation but there's a guy called sam who did well so came through he's at, at well. kiss actually he was at kiss for a while it's great before or after after us mm-hmm. yeah. after us but, but you're thinking in any year there's so many of us it's about like 80 students or something in mm-hmm. a year like all trudging along to kind of be the next folks in radio tv mm-hmm. camera production is very few people that actually truly follow through on the dream and it's because you get the knocks as you're going along mm-hmm. and your confidence does get yeah. hit yeah it- and then you kind of waver because um we was watching something today and i was talking about you know comfortability being where your dreams don't get fulfilled you get comfortable in having a job and you don't really want to get out of your comfort zone to fully realize your dreams and it's very easy Do you know to what helps off. us i don't know if i told you this story but um so my old teacher got me a job at tower hamlets and i was teaching dance and drama and i was getting paid yeah. like 
them times is, is like it's probably like seven ninety nine an hour. But that yeah. for me was getting paid. Making right? money. I was yeah. making money. And I remember um meeting another young black teacher there and he was like pleased to meet you he's like what do you do i said you know i do dance and drama this is what my class and i work with some of the kids who um ha- have issues with their behavior and they might have been kicked out of class so they come to me and, and they learn for a few hours a day and i was like what do you do and he was like i'm the photography teacher uh, and i was like how long have you been here for and he's like i've been here for about seven years i was like wicked i said have you always wanted to be a teacher and he went no i said what did you want to do he said photography. <laughs> I said, "Oh, so what? So you what you're gonna do photography? Like you you doing it on the side?" He's like, "No, no, no. I just teach now." I said, "So, so what happened with you doing photography?" And he was like, "Oh no, I just teach now." He goes, "Well, you know, life got in the way. I I met my girlfriend about um, six years ago, and then we moved in together. Then we had our first kid, and and then as he was talking, I was like." I don't want to be you yeah. in the nicest possible way, yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah. I st- started to get comfortable. I was getting paid. I, yeah. I bought a new MG. I didn't have to pay for mortgage. I was living at mum's. I mean, I was saving up money on the side. Had the freshest neo-sold clothing. <laughs> was going out every weekend. <laughs> beads around your beads head. around my head. <laughs> I was living my life. But I was like, it's real easy yeah. to give up on your actual main focus. Yeah and get stuck in somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's weirdly when I, I think I called up Ricky after I met him. He scared, he did scare me. I called up Rick. So I said, do you think that I can maybe come in to like one extra and do some work experience or something? He's like, yeah, yeah. So Rick's helped to set up my first mm. few days yeah. at one extra and they loved, they loved me and they were like, come back in as a freelancer. And that's how I started, yeah. started back in radio. And then our path continued together. So there's been yeah. little points when we weren't together all the time. But that, we had each other, and then when we were at One Extra, although we were in radio, we weren't on air. Yeah. So we were like, well, how do we transition from being on air to being on the radio? And we did this competition, uh, and off the back of that, a guy called Jez uh, Nelson uh, owned a company called Something Else, and he was like, uh, I saw something in you guys, I want to sign you. And we did a little bit, a little stint on, on One Extra, like a late evening show, and then we gave oh, our demo. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. no, no one listened to it. We did. So you we, guys we probably did. were like the only people listening. <laughs> our friends were like the only people listening. And then we gave a demo to one extra. We gave a demo to Radio One. And I think, you know, there were a lot of male, young yes. black boys from London. You had Ace and Viz, you had Rampage, you had Jason Yare. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of. The, mm. If you was thinking about two boys, if you were to go, oh, do you want to listen to this show? Who's on it? It's two black boys from London. Oh, there's already two black boys from yeah, London in the morning in and it. in the afternoon. So we didn't really fill a, a void. Yeah. Um, and so we were kind of lost again. And um, our agent was like, you need to do a show reel. And we got asked our friend Bedu to film it. And we asked uh, Ricky's ex, um, Zampha, to be in it. Yeah. And we did like a, a makeup video. A makeover video and fix um, up look sharp fix up look sharp <laughs> and that's the video that was seen by did you come up with the name russ no you forgot to credit the man that edited it oh yeah russell did the edit russell did the edit when he was enjoying working on computers back then <laughs> <laughs> Before, now he hates and despises it but um so yeah russ loads of people helped you helped out and um i remember my mum coming into our bedroom and i said this on our yeah, final show yeah, yeah. and she was like um, what are you guys up to? And we were like, we're doing our show. 
And she's like, you guys work hard. You're going to make it, you know. And she said it. And for me, that was a big deal because, you know, I'd been in the house where mum was cussing, saying, yeah. you know, get a proper job or yeah. what are you going to do now? You finish university. So for her to go, oh, you're going to make it now. I was like, oh, she's, mum's accepted that well, I'm going to be yeah. a presenter now. Yeah. So, well, now, now I need to make it happen type yeah. thing. So I remember us doing that show rule and that was what was seen by uh, one of the bosses at Kiss, Andy Roberts, which then led us to do Weekend Breakfast, which obviously led to the breakfast show. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, ready that. for the next phase Who of your journey. Who would have known? Fix up, look sharp. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good little video. Yeah, was, but was, is that still online? It's still online. It's still, it's still online. online. But my point is, I remember thinking to myself, if this show rule doesn't help us, I might have to give up. I might have to accept giving up. I do remember thinking that. I do remember thinking that. And um, that's why whenever we do, like when I go to schools and I do talks and stuff and everyone always goes like, what what advice do you give me? And I always say, just keep going. Yeah. Just if you can, I was like, if you can, you might have bills to pay. You might have, you know, you might have to buy food and like provide a roof over your head. But I was like, if you can still do what you love doing on the side, you just don't know what it's going to lead to. And especially in this age where podcasts can lead to yes, a financial exactly. income, Instagram can lead to that. Yeah. You, the medium is so different now than when different. we were younger. Like I just think if we were in uni now with the internet and the access that you have to reach millions of people very easily, just uploading videos, I, I, I can't even imagine like the talent pool that, we could actually call had. yeah. It was a period when, and I, you know, I remember when we was at uni and we joke about it when we, we wanted to enter that talent show and we always used to say we, we would have been the next So Solid. So solid, yeah. And we, were, we weren't giving it What were you guys even called? Was there not on Immaculate Selection? No. No, 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 no. I can't remember the name. Oh, that is a great question. Man. That is a great question, Nana. That is Hopefully bug. somebody can Russ, remember. Um, Nat- Natsuki or, Natsuki or um, Ricky will remember the name. But that was, the, the, just for context, it was a fusion of our two houses. Well, the most creatives in the, the house houses. That, the house that I lived in and the house that Nana lived in yeah. at university. And our, our house, we had named ourselves the Immaculate Collection. And you guys were, was it Premier League? Premier League. But well, we, we called we you named Sweet Boy Premier Crew. League, but others called us the Sweet Boy Crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we still call you Sweet Boy now. Serious? Premier League didn't stay in our heads. We I never liked the name you. Premier League. Really? really? No, because I'm, it's a football reference. It's a football okay. reference, of course. But yeah. I have embraced it because of it, what it reminds me of and mm. the connotations that come with it. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. Would you not have preferred Sweet Boy? No, no, because no, it just sounds slimy and greasy. Yeah. <laughs> like it just you, says Jerry you, Curl. You and can't it. even tell people. Like you can't if, say if, you're if called people, Sweet Boy. If crew. people say you're the Sweet Boy Crew, yeah, it's okay, fine. whatever. But you can't go around saying we are the Sweet Boy Crew. It's true. It's true. And I don't even think it was complimentary from the guys that it, gave you it that wasn't, name. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was hateration. <laughs> oh, it was, it was given us to us by guys. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's from Black Up. <laughs> That's mad. Uh, um. <laughs> so, what was, what was I'm hoping somebody can remember what you guys thing was called, but, but yeah, that that was very similar to So Solid because there was the MCing, there was dancing, beat production, could have been amazing. Yeah, 
Or and, not. and it's mad because the only reason it didn't flourish is because we never, the competition that we had entered was cancelled. Yeah. It wasn't that we failed or we no, no one was liked it, us. Wasn't, wasn't there falling out with, with Natsuki and Ritsky, Ricky? No, it wasn't that. That's it not why that. we didn't It was perform. because of the, the... What was the competition? ActFest. Yeah, it was ActFest. ActFest And got it got cancelled. So that's why we never performed. Wow. So we, and then it was just such a disheartening scenario yeah. that we, we never bothered following it, it up carry on nothing nothing happened and i do think if did if we did that something would have happened i don't know what but mm. something would have happened are you are you a regrets person uh do, do you have regrets do you yeah i what, am what's a what's a big regret i don't read i did i didn't read a lot as a kid and i don't read enough now mm. Okay. I I read for functionality. I read because I have to. I don't read because I think this is I find this book really interesting and for leisure. The same way I would watch a film or listen to a bit of music. I admire people who go, oh, I can't put this book down. When I when I hear people say that, I'm like, wow. I wanna <laughs> I wanna not put a book down. I can't wait to put it down. I'm falling asleep holding this book in my hand. Do you not do the um, the audio book thing? Um, well, for me, I might as well watch a film. If I'm going to sit and listen to someone talk to me, I might as well have the visuals that come with it. And I get what you're saying, but like, even when it came to The Secret, I watched the film of The Secret. I wanted oh, someone Lord. to speak to me. Yeah, it's no, on Amazon. No, but then the, okay. You, I watched, prob- I, you probably need to, have you actually listened to any audiobook at all? Weirdly enough, I remember listening to Matilda as a kid. Rolled up. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it was cassette. It was because no, no. you remember we used to go, go to the library. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So I remember that's probably the last. No, one now. Was. So okay. All right. I think you just need to listen to an audiobook and then you'll see that actually, sensory wise, it can be quite similar to watching a film, and in a way, it allows you to do a bit more because you don't have to be transfixed on a screen. So you can have an audiobook on just when you're in the car. Or, but especially you go to the gym when you're at the gym and it, it does something else. It's, it's really a different experience listening to an audio book because the person's talking, but it's not like they're talking at you. It's triggering your imagination as it's going along. I should try it. Definitely. Because I'm, I'm already hating every sound of this. <laughs> <laughs> as you're speaking. The thing is, Mark, I was watching his face. <laughs> And his face is so glazed over. Like, really? Like, no, honestly, really? I think, oh, start light. I'm not saying, like, delve into uh, it. Even, you've watched a secret film, but the book is better, and it's still not that great, even still. So, I wouldn't say, listen <laughs> to say, You are selling this to me, Nana. No, but start with, like... No, I don't, I don't think do it's like, fair, I don't like think it's fair to say that. Yeah, I love Kevin, Kevin Hart, yeah. Listen to his book. Well, I, his I, was, I, was, I was laughing. Like right. throughout, yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. But, is it him talking? Yeah, he does it. it. It's like watching him, like listening to him do stand up. Okay. But the stories in it are really funny. It's funny, and you actually, it's quite I inspirational. Got quite emotional about uh, interview that he did the other day on Ellen. But I really, um, there's something about Kevin and you that I just see a. There's an it's energy sim- similarity, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there's an energy. Yeah. You know what's so funny is, uh, so a friend called Haley, and she always. She always used to say, you remind me of Kevin Hart. And I'm like, why do you say that? Just because I'm like a short black man. No, 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 no. So Just take away the, the physicality from it. <laughs> Nana's going, yes, yeah, because you're a short She's black like, guy. Yeah, because you're short and black. No, I definitely, there, there's something I've always felt like in, in terms of, 
an energy. Um, and the difference being that the energy that Kevin has, that has seen him be a stand-up comedian, be an actor, diversify into loads of different things. But I, I feel like that same energy, I feel that you have it. Yeah. You may not have necessarily done all of the diversification and whatnot, have you? But I'm just like, when this dude is ready, when this dude goes... That's why I think you should listen to his book. What are you looking forward to the most? Sorry, changing gear. Oh, <laughs> completely what changing work gears. Yeah. Um, loads of things. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a bit more freedom. Um, and also, like, Ricky, we always... Dis- talk, me and Ricky and Charlie always talk about how some of the funniest stuff that happens on the show is when the mics aren't up. Uh, yeah. When the music's playing and you guys can't hear stuff. Sometimes you ever hear us lift and up a fader and, and you, you hear us laugh. Like Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I find that annoying sometimes. Yeah, yeah. of course you're going to find Because it it's just like, I want, and there's been some time, I think I've done it once or twice. Yeah. But there's so many times where I've been compelled to message you. And be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And we can't say what we're talking about because we get the sack. <laughs> uh, and, but with this new show, we could potentially... Can it be filmed like The Breakfast Club? It can be filmed, but the point is we can we can lift up the microphone and be like, you won't believe what Ricky just said. Okay. And okay. start talking about it because yeah. there are no restrictions. It's after Watershed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, cool. I think that's the beauty of this show. And I won't lie, being able to not have to wake up at 4.30 every morning. Jeez. And the musical content. Yeah. Because like, you guys can play more of music yeah like the, the do, music. You, do you have that type of can you showcase new artists and yeah stuff like that? what do you mean we could we can champion people oh, so amazing. this it feels it feels like a basically we're starting from scratch again mm-hmm. basically so it is very exciting or just Starting showing to, showing yeah. like you've always had an interest yeah. in, music. in music yeah you've always kept up with what artists What's... are working on and had a, a a real sense of musicality and finding new music so now we know that being your friends, but now everybody can see yeah, like see actually your musical yeah. tastes and that, that's that's interesting. That'll be exciting. Go, going on to music. Uh-huh. What are you listening to? I it's really hard for me to answer that question because um, there are very few albums that okay. I can listen to. Mm-hmm. When someone asks me who do you like, it's almost you're saying who has a good album out. Okay. Because I think there's loads of people that I like. Yeah. There's loads of good singles out there, but there aren't loads but of good a whole albums. Body of work, work. album, because okay. the, maybe they haven't done it yet, or they're they're just not available. There's loads of people that I f- think there's an artist called Wesley who's really cool. They got a tune out. Um, there's a an, a girl called Amber Mark from the states who's really cool. There's another artist called Her H E R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like massively soulful, and she, she's she amazing. Um, Afro punk. Oh, she okay. Very good. She yeah. does a. She did a great Tiny Desk concert the other day. Um, Daniel Caesar, sick artist, like soulful, just just brilliant. Um, there's loads of good people. Daniel Caesar's albums are all right actually, and hers her albums are quite, quite cool. It's interesting what you said about albums, though. It's it's quite true. It's not because if it's a different age. Because if everyone's lives off playlists now, mm. it's not like no one goes check out my brand new album out now and go and buy it at HMV. It's not like that. It's a different world now. Is that you know why that- Kanye West could do the albums? What was it? Five songs he was giving people or seven songs? The problem with Kanye is, for me, 
outside of his music, he says some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's Fair hard enough. for me to can't, can't um, fully digest someone if I don't believe in them yeah. as as people. Yeah. And it's, you know, I know. Going, I don't want to go back to the R. Kelly thing because I'm not going to talk about it no more because it's a chief. But I was chatting to my sister because before I watched the documentaries, she said, are you going to listen to R. Kelly anymore? And I was like, yeah, because he's got some jams. <laughs> and she was like, watch all the documentaries first and then we'll talk again. I watched all the docs and I was like, I'm never listening to him again. I actually had a video on Instagram of me singing Bump and Grind and I deleted Did it. Delete as, it? Soon wow. as, as soon as I watched the, the sixth one. And we discussed whether or not I should stop listening to Michael Jackson. Right? right. Yeah. Now this is now you guys know and somebody said the same thing and now, then was like, oh now, now this is an interesting one because you guys know how You love him. I love yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. right? Probably the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um and Yo was like no, Michael's all right because if he probably didn't know what he was doing. Now we have we we, we have established. We're gonna to have to now, get Yoda on the now, podcast, man. Now we're establishing that he's done some fucked up shit somehow, but because of he wasn't too sure about it, we're giving him an okay. No. So my my argument was to my sister was if you guys gave me your children to babysit. For the day. Mm. So, Akaija and Yokaya come to the house and um, I go, you know what? I have to quickly pop out and Michael Jackson lives next door. <laughs> Would I feel comfortable leaving Akaija and Yokaya with Michael it? Jackson? Would you do it? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Now, and I love Michael Jackson. I wouldn't because I don't want to, I don't want to come to the house and he's giving them Jesus juice and <laughs> sleeping in the same bed. And I love Michael Jackson. But if that is my view on what I think he may or may not have done, then should we be listening to his music? So this this is an interesting thing because at the moment there is this whole thing of cancelling culture. So we we cancelled Bill Cosby or, or have we? Do you, Can you separate Bill Cosby from Dr. Huxtable? Uh, people, someone told me about Bill Cosby the other day. Mm-hmm. Of course I can cancel Bill Cosby. I've not watched the Cosby show in over 20 years. It's really easy to cancel Bill yeah. Cosby. He doesn't do any stand-up yeah, I anymore. Think, I think Bill Cosby uh, or watching the Cosby show. So, 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 for, like, so for you, it's quite easy to be like, oh, the Cosby show's on. I'm not going to watch that. No, I, I can easily... Yes, because of, I haven't watched it. Yeah, okay, okay. Where's the last right, time you so, sat and watched the Cosby show? It, the other day, actually, came on and I watched it. Got to get out. Um, um, Mr. Odin. Hello. Final words. Final words. It's actually quite fun. I wish I could get paid for this, though. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're going to bring it back to that? How it should end. <laughs> so that folks can see an insight into the Melvinator. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's... His, that's I think... That, those will be the final words. I should get paid for this. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. No, this was fun. But I always enjoy talking to you guys. It's. Do you know what? I didn't think I would feel as comfortable doing this as I mm. am. Um, and even in my body language, I started sit, I was doing it sitting up because I'm used to, mm. you know, it's my job to talk. So I was used to projecting in a certain way. But yeah, it's, this is nice because it's honest and it's open. Mm. It's fun. Lovely. Enjoy it. More of them. We can actually put that in a soundbite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the other podcasts, please go ahead and listen to those. And I'm sure we'll be back very, very soon. soon with another podcast from us. We, we actually need to do one with the boys. Thank you so much, and we will. <laughs> <laughs> we will be okay. back soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.